hello, hello. My name is Dr. Thomas Hughes. This is the Cube LA podcast, audio only edition. The topic for today is how to find a psychiatrist or therapist. Usually for this show, I have a guest and I do a 45 to 90 minute interview, but I get so many calls about this topic. I figured I'd just make a quick video uh, for anyone who was in need of finding a mental health provider. Okay, so first thing, let me clear up something that people tend to get confused when looking for treatment. A psychiatrist and a therapist. They are the same, but different. All psychiatrists are trained to prescribe medications and do some forms of therapy. Now, how often they do therapy and how often they prescribe medications depends on the psychiatrist, but they can do both. They can be a prescriber and they can be a therapist. Basically, if you do therapy, if you're licensed to do therapy, you are technically a therapist. So social workers, psychologists, counselors, they all can fall into the category of therapist if they do therapy. Listen, that's important to know because if you're looking for treatment and you think medications will work for you, then you would you would need to see a psychiatrist. If you just want therapy, not really interested in medications right now, maybe seek out someone that focuses primarily on therapy before going the medication route. Okay, so social workers, counselors, psychologists. But if there's a psychiatrist that does both, you can you can go to the psychiatrist too and, and just tell that provider that you just wanna do therapy. And if medications uh, become a need later on, they can just prescribe at that time. But, but first, figure out if you're interested in meds or if you're interested in therapy, okay? So let's assume you've decided to do therapy. Now, what type of therapy do you wanna do? The first is the one you've probably seen on TV. You sit on a comfy couch, you talk about your past relationships, you talk about your relationship with your mom. The second, you basically talk about everything that's going on with the present and you learn techniques in order to manage the present. The former is psychodynamic therapy. The latter is called CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. The point is there are multiple types of therapy, but broadly you wanna think about whether or not you want to manage or talk about your past or whether or not you wanna talk about or deal with just the present. Okay, the next thing, now that we figured out what type of treatment we wanna pursue, now we have to talk about price, okay? So take out your insurance card, flip it over, give your insurance company a call and see who's available in your area. That is the easiest route to find someone. It's not necessarily the quickest. Unfortunately, most of the time when you call an in-network, and that's what you're doing when you call your insurance company, you're looking for in-network providers, there's a long wait list. We're talking months sometimes. Or the list that the insurance company has is outdated or it's inaccurate. Sometimes docs retire or stop taking insurance and the list just isn't updated. So you might have to call everybody on the list, but at least having a list of the people in your area is a good place to start, okay? Things get more complicated if you choose to go out of network. 
outside of network just means providers that are not listed or associated with your insurance company. For out of network, you need to consider a few things, okay? Price, because usually if you see a provider that's out of network, you'll likely need to pay out of pocket. Once you pay the provider cash, they should give you something called a super bill, which is a, a big receipt, a big detailed receipt that will say everything that happened during the visit. You turn that super bill into your insurance company and the, and the insurance company should reimburse you back directly. I would recommend calling the insurance company uh, even before you start looking at providers. That way you can get your budget in order and figure out exactly how much you can afford. If you don't have any insurance, it might be a good idea to uh, approach the local academic institutions in Los Angeles. It's UCLA, it's USC in Virginia. It might be the University of Virginia in New York. It might be NYU. Sometimes they can point you in the right direction uh, and get you connected to uh, an insurance provider that that hospital accepts. And that might actually get you access to you know, cardiologists, endocrinologists, all the other specialties, if you are able to get hooked up with the insurance that the hospital accepts. Now, once you get past the cost of service and you've got a budget, now there's picking the provider. The bottom line for picking a provider is that it may take a few sessions for you to figure out if you're a good match. I don't know if there's a reliable way to figure out before meeting someone um, if you know if they're a good match for you or not. But some people get their providers names and just look them up on Google and look at where the provider graduated. Um, some doctors have a website where you might be able to read up on them there. Um, some do free consultations where you can actually call and speak to the doctor beforehand. For some, they'll just look at a picture and can envision if that's the type of person that they want to talk to. Uh, for some, gender, race, age, all of these can be deciding factors. Um, if you don't find your ideal provider, all I can say is that if the provider is good, all of the information I just mentioned might not matter as much as you think. Again, you might have to go for a few sessions before figuring out if your provider is an asshole, inconsiderate, or maybe the most positive person you've ever met in your life. If things don't work out, it's okay. Just let that person know you like to keep looking around. If that provider has enough experience, chances are this won't be the first time that they've been rejected. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I remember one day in training, I was assigned a new patient. And when you're in training, you don't get much information uh, about your new patient and your new patient doesn't get that much information about you. So you're really meeting each other for the first time, somewhat blind. So I go outside to meet him in the, in the waiting room and he walks over to me, looks me up and down head to toe and is like, eh, no. And walked away. <laughs> That was that was it. He just needed to take one look at me and realize I was not the, uh, the psychiatrist for him. And he left. It happens. If I remember correctly, I think he was hoping for a female provider. Um, <laughs> memories. Anyway, 
I know this isn't easy, but I think it's fantastic. Uh, whoever it is listening to this episode, uh, if you're considering looking for a provider, I wish you the best of luck. This is the Cube LA podcast, audio only edition. I hope uh, the past, what, eight minutes or so was helpful for you. Till next time, take care.